0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. Uh, Gabby is not drinking today because, Gabby, do you want to explain what's going on in your stomach right now?
1: Um, nothing is going on in my stomach right now. Uh, I'm t- attempting to sip Gatorade and attempting to eat a few saltines. And despite my reputation, this is not a hangover. Um, this is something food-related. Uh, I went to Seattle yesterday, and Seattle got me sick. And so Thrace decided that it would still be a good idea to continue to record this podcast because apparently a sick, sleepless me is equivalent to a drug, hyper me, or something. So Thrace, what, 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 are you, what are you enjoying this
0: fine Memorial Day? I am drinking Sam Adams, uh, Sam Summer.
1: Sam Summer. What uh what's that
0: beer like? It's a very nice, crisp, light, drinkable beer. It's not too hoppy. It's just a nice easy beer to drink during the summer. That's literally... Have you been to the, the brewery yet? The Sam Brewery? Mm-hmm. Nope. Eleven years in Boston. Still haven't been to the Sam Adams brewery. Although to be fair, for like a good four or five of those years I was underage, so
1: Well oh, You yeah. should go some
0: Sam it's it's a wheat ale with like lemon in it.
1: Mm. It sounds delicious. I'm not gonna, you know, lose my my apple juice at all over talking about food.
0: Oh, I'm, you asked. <sighs> you asked.
1: Ask. Yeah, buddy. So you had a you went to a game yesterday. I went to a game yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yesterday was really nice on the East Coast. The weather was great. Uh, the Breakers lost, but it wasn't. a you know how sometimes you lose, but you don't feel too bad about it because you're like. Well, it's just clear that the other team was better than us on the day. Like, you know, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And some losses feel really bad because you're like, that was winnable. We should have won. We could have won. But this game is like, okay, yeah. The other team put their chances away and we didn't. And...
1: You're, you're sounding like a very reasonable analyst of your team at this point in the season.
0: Well, any performance now that is not half-assed is progress for us. That's kind of just <laughs> where we are. And so I've... If I don't embrace like the least positive thing, I'm just gonna lose my mind this season. So I gotta, I gotta like lower my expectations.
1: <laughs> You're managing your expectations, whereas I watch my thorns play against Sky Blue and Kelly fucking O'Hara puts in a goal in the like 89th minute or some bullshit like that. Um, I lose my shit.
0: Kelly O'Hara was just chilling out there, like, oh hey guys, don't mind me. I, I can. Oh my god! And they were like, "Do you know where everything is?" She's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it." Boom, header. Rampone's set piece, like
1: her free kick in to the box. I was just like, part of me wants to get like frustrated or mad about it, but it was beautiful.
0: It was beautiful. Like
1: O'Hara snuck in there, wasn't sides, Um, Ongar lost. Track of her or something. Ongar well, um, she... was kind of protecting the other eighty percent of the net, yeah, and not the twenty percent that O'Hara actually went for. Um, well, there should have been a player on that
0: far post.
1: Not for a set piece like that, because then they she would just charge
0: in. I guess so. I guess like, so.
1: Like O'Hara just lost lost her.
0: Yeah, um, Kelly O'Hara just kind of drifted in and like hung around there, and then when the time came, it was like. She quantum leaped into position and pow. So Kelly O'Hara versus Ally Krieger, go. Oh dear. Oh uh, I'll rate Kelly O'Hara higher in the attack and Ally Krieger higher in the defense.
1: Yeah. Although Kelly O'Hara does have some pretty awesome defensive saves, like some pretty remember remember that one game? I think it was in like two thousand twelve where she like like flipped a player over her back, and then like hustled her ass back to like actually stop the attack.
0: Do you remember that? I don't remember any of the games It was an national week. team game, yeah, uh, I have a really terrible long term and short term memory. <laughs>
1: just so, drink some more, dude, just so, drink some more,
0: yeah, that'll help the problem, so yeah, it sounds like something that could plausibly one hundred percent happen,
1: yeah, I forget, oh man, that was like such a highlight. Cause she like, she like almost, she evaded getting like actually brought to the ground uh-huh. and, and the, the attack started like maybe at 25 yards on her and she just hustled her ass back and like made a defensive stop.
0: Nice. Yeah. And it was
1: awesome. All right. Anyway.
0: That was NWSL for us this past weekend anyway.
1: What we, what we watched via streaming, um, the Chicago Houston game was pretty intense.
0: Oh boy I haven't I mean
1: tense with emotion,
0: yeah, I haven't actually had the chance to sit down and watch the full ninety yet. I've just been super busy recently, but the parts I have seen and everything I've heard, I can't believe I missed that fucking game it was i I missed it as well
1: um, I watched it Saturday morning,, uh-huh. but it was entertaining um you know Chicago's looking great this year uh Chicago Chicago's just kind of. Clicking, yeah, um, which is good. And unfortunately, Houston's not really clicking. But Ella Masser got the first goal for Houston in at home um, and ripped her shirt off and almost ripped her shorts off too. I think she was just adjusting.
0: And yeah, there's the... interesting photos online. Yeah, she got caught at the right or the wrong moment.
1: Yeah, I, well, I don't know when you're when you're already sans shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just adjusting of the shorts looks um, uh, interesting to you begin know, with. If I had a body uh, like but... that,
0: I would walk around naked all the time. Just to... She kind
1: of does. I mean, uh, I follow yeah. her on Instagram, <laughs> and a lot of her photos are uh, topless. Well, I mean, she's got her sports bra on, but mm-hmm. uh,
0: yeah. Does, do you know why Randy Waldrum got ejected?
1: I have absolutely no clue.
0: I mean, I get the feeling it's because maybe he yapped at a ref or something too much? He
1: was go like, when he was walking off the pitch, he, uh, he had some words with the, uh, the side ref over right by his bench. The fourth official? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The, the linesman? Um, linesman. Oh.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you, if you go to Equalizer, even, I just, I'm laughing at the headline, because it's Red Stars Rolled Past Dash on Weird Night in Houston. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was.
1: Like, officiating was... Uh, probably the most interesting part.
0: Um, A lot of cards were given out. Um, I did not think Melissa Tancredi would see her first red for time-wasting. That's not the the offense I thought it would be. (laughs) Uh, Especially in that game. I was like, oh,
1: Tank could potentially get kicked out of this one. Um, But not
0: for time-wasting. It
1: wasn't really even time-wasting. I think somebody counted, Um,
0: was it you? And it was like, she barely caused, like, a six-second delay or
1: something
0: like yeah, that? Yeah, it
1: was just it was one of those weird things that, like, happens every game where, like, a midfielder or forward will go to act like they're taking the throw-in, but uh-huh. then will, like, drop the ball because the defender's coming up. Uh-huh. And so she, like, held the ball for probably, like, five or six seconds, acting like she was going to take throw-in and then drop the ball when her teammate got there. Yeah. And the ref was having none of it. Wow, I was just like, you realize she like that's a red card for her.
0: Yeah, she's got to sit the next game.
1: I know. Who do they play next?
0: Next up for Chicago, they're away at Sky Blue, and Sky Blue's <laughs> starting to click a little bit. I mean, Kelly O'Hara is on form. Sophie Schmidt is pretty solid, solid plus. So. Ocampo. Ocampo's starting to be she's a consistent threat. Not starting. She has been a consistent threat this whole yeah. season. But Chicago's yeah. got some decent offense and I doubt Kristen Press will be back for them that soon. But once once Press arrives and Tank is done sitting out her red card, that could be a nice little lineup to watch.
1: Yeah. Um it'll it'll be something. Mm-hmm. Chicago Chicago's kinda of putting the pieces together and, you know, they're gonna I, I'm you know, it's, it's hard to imagine a world where Chicago isn't in the top four. Yeah. You know, because now we're a third of the way through through the season. We're eight weeks in. Mm-hmm. Or we're eight games played. I think it's week seven, but most teams have played eight games. Yeah, things are, things are starting to separate a little bit.
0: Yeah. I am, at this point in the season, I'm just hoping the breakers can claw their way up to not be last. That's that's my hope for them this season. You
1: don't want you don't want Morgan Bryan. You don't want to win the Morgan Bryan lottery.
0: I would love to get Morgan Bryan, but not necessarily if it means like a butt monkey of a season.
1: Well, yeah. Oh man,
0: let's talk about shitty
1: schedules. So Houston played at home on Friday, uh, and then they play in DC in about half an hour. Yeah. Um, so a three day turnaround. For for Houston. Uh that's gotta that's gonna suck.
0: Yeah. They're not the only one. FC K C Casey has had a real bear of a schedule lately.
1: It's just a short season, man.
0: Yeah, with nine teams you're sandwiching an extra team into about the same amount of time. But let's see, recently F C K C has been playing every three or four days. Third, seventh, eleventh, fourteenth, eighteenth, twenty first, twenty yeah. That's rough. And that's not all home games, too, because they're traveling, coming back, traveling, coming back. Mm -hmm. That's got to wear down on them. It'll be nice next month they have mostly home games so they can have a good little rest. That'll be nice for them.
1: So we got up. uh, I went to the the Flash take on Seattle um, yesterday, and we got up there, and the two sections with the most expensive seats, like... $29 Twenty-nine dollars seats or something uh-huh. were sold out.
0: Nice. So I was pretty
1: excited about that.
0: I mean, I think it helps that the the price point is twenty-nine dollars. Yeah, I mean the cheap seats are
1: nineteen, and then they have a medium that's like twenty-four or something like that. But uh, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be great if at some point this season, um, the rain have the option. For the need to open up the other side of the stadium because it was a pretty shitty weather day in Seattle yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, it was cold and drizzly, and there was a lot of activity at the Seattle Center. Um, so you know, I I can't imagine what the attendance might look like on a on a clear sunny sunny day. And, you know, 4,000 people is nothing to stick a sh- shake a stick at.
0: No, I think if every team had 4,000, if this league was averaging 4,000, and then Portland has their ten to 15,000 a game, we would be in great shape. Whereas for the Breakers yesterday, announced attendance was a 2K+, plus, and that was, I think that's the season best for us. Yeah. After our spate of, like, shitty weather and shitty scheduling. Shitty
1: weather, shitty scheduling, and new stadium. You gotta retrain people.
0: Yeah, theoretically new, but... I don't know why we're not retaining more of our w p s crowd, and I think it might be that those people just don't know the breakers are back at Harvard or that they exist at all in a new league
1: what um what's marketing like for the breakers
0: <sighs> From what I've seen, I don't see any advertising for them anywhere in the city here at Cambridge, and granted buying official ads is expensive right so it's it's possibly better to do this like super low-key grassroots word of-mouth coffee shops and stuff like anything free but I really think it would be beneficial if there was more of a presence I just don't understand why they don't have you know street crews college kids interns getting college credit going around Cambridge and Boston and and putting up breakers flyers and like leaving little calendars and things in shops they gave me a a pile of little calendars like that you can put on your your fridge with a magnet. Oh, to, really? Like leaving shops around the area. Yeah.
1: We don't. We don't even have those.
0: Yeah, it's just a little card, and it's got like all our uh, home dates on it.
1: Seattle. Uh, one of the team sponsors up there put all the games on a water bottle, huh. and passed those out to people as they're coming in. You know, of course it has like the sponsor name on it, but yeah. it's like the schedule of events. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Thorns aren't doing a hell of a lot of marketing themselves, but they don't really. I but guess they don't have, have to. to. Yeah,
0: you, you're in a unique um, situation over there.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's just it's. It, it I find it a little frustrating because, um, I I think it's just the difference between men's soccer and women's soccer. But uh, the Timbers have billboards. The Timbers have a marketing campaign this year like they're all over town and it's great like it's great to see them and and all that stuff but you know the thorns won a fucking championship and have anywhere between 10 and you know six to ten thousand tickets left to sell and the timbers games are sold out indefinitely and i'm just like huh yeah you know at least last year we had billboards like alex morgan was on a billboard christine sinclair was on a billboard
0: mm-hmm. um that would be amazing just haven't seen
1: haven't seen much of anything this year
0: i wonder what it would take to get even one ad on the on the t like on the red line going through harvard which is the stop that people get off on for our uh for our games i, feel I like wonder
1: i wonder if there's a sponsor that would pay for the ad there must be like like for our uh our little streetcar, uh-huh. um the little bus stops are sponsored by local businesses. Uh-huh. So like, oh, this brewery is sponsors this particular bus stop and they do like a little like audio ad when when the bus or when the little streetcar gets there.
0: Yeah. I've seen our jersey sponsor in ads around town. I mean, I saw their ad at my fucking commencement ceremony. They were up there in the in the stadium. It's oh. Stewart Healthcare, which is a local... Right, Tetris. Yeah, you guys Tetris. have Tetris now. I think we covered all the games, actually. Houston, Chicago, Portland, Sky Blue, Boston, what? Rain, Flash, yeah. We covered them all. Unintentional NWSL Roundup. Woo! Okay. Week 7.
1: And then we're going to watch the uh, Spirit. Yeah. Houston game.
0: We'll, we'll have a little treat for everybody. Gab and I are going to include a clip of us... Watching the Spirit Dash game live,
1: we've never we've never watched a web stream at the same time. No, but um, so you know it'll probably just be a lot of grunting and like noises.
0: Yeah, sure. That's that's from watching the live stream. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it hurts to laugh. <laughs> uh, but before that, we can talk a little bit about Champions League, because Wolfsburg were crowned winners again. Who are you going for? Wolfsburg. Yeah.
1: Those damn
0: Germans. Those those damn Germans. Um, Germans with a little side of Swede. Yeah. Wolfsburg uh, beat Terezo, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, Terezo. 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 Like, 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 chorizo. I don't think that's correct. But Wolfsburg—it's Spanish, right? It's like Brazilian or Portuguese or something. That sure. Is all... yeah, I'll just let you keep believing that. It's easier. Tereso <laughs> lost to uh... Wolfsburg. They were up to nothing in the first half. Wolfsburg comes back, scores four goals in the second half. Didn't we get say. a Marta brace? Marta scored twice for Tereso. Um, her second goal was beautiful. You can't—you just can't deny. <sighs> Look, if you want to be anti-Brazil and bag on them, that's fine. I don't like Brazil either, but you cannot deny that Marta has talent. She's she's like a special a player of the year seven times or something like something that. that. She's a special player, and actually I don't really think she's all that bad in terms of diving or play acting. She ten- I think she tends to do that a lot less than her than any other player on the Brazil national team. I think she just picks her moments. She might be smarter about it. She doesn't just go over at the tip of a hat and hope for the foul. She might be more professional about trying to pull a foul. That's true.
1: Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting. Like, so essentially the European leagues are done now, right? Yeah.
0: So like they're uh, all playing like the wrap up games or whatever. Uh, Tereso finished their season yesterday. Yesterday. We didn't press score a brace or something? Press scored two goals. <laughs> And... Look at me dropping knowledge bombs. <laughs> and so she's coming back to the States. And so is Engen. Wit Engen is coming back too. Uh, too bad too bad they couldn't be there for this match. Yeah. That would have made things even more interesting. Or maybe yeah. it would have made it less interesting. You don't know, because like the players at the forefront really had all the drama and stuff. But if press and wit are around, maybe they change the game up a little bit. And there's not as much uh there may not have been as much. uh Hold me back, bro. You know. Get up out of my face. Uh... Get up out of my face. Yeah. That.
1: Did you did you watch the little segment of like the minute of the game where that drama happened? No, I haven't gotten to watch it all yet. Um. So essentially, what Tank does is, Kayla and Kaya receives a clearance ball and puts it back like into into the chicago like 18 uh-huh. but while doing so tank like body checks her uh-huh. but like checks her with her shoulder like i don't know i thought kyle embellished a little bit
0: was that tanks first um, yellow
1: yeah those Tank's yellow her first one uh-huh. um and it definitely looked like like a little bit of a body check but i was like it was her shoulder to her kyle's chin
0: uh-huh.
1: it didn't look like Tank like threw the shoulder in there i think she was just kind of giving her a check um, and so Kyle goes down, and Ella and another teammate run over to like check on her. It might have been Edwards. Uh huh. Um, and Tank is like standing over her too, not like in an aggressive, like get up, bitch sort of way, but probably in a like, Caitlin, I didn't mean it sort uh-huh. of way. Yeah. Um, and Ella like pushes Tank back right then. Oh, dear. Um, and then it's a set piece like tank gets her card for some reason uh mcleod gets up there uh-huh
0: yeah uh no and, come on she... and i was just
1: like what are you doing up here
0: because she had that that it was one of those things like it wouldn't have been that big of a deal had aaron not made a uh,
1: appearance yeah becky becky basically like tackled not tackled but she like no her she... unarmed ella back yeah okay yeah.
0: Back to Champions League. Like...
1: <laughs> yeah, you you could talk about champions like I didn't watch the game. Yeah. I don't really know much about it. I'm the, just gonna be
0: over here dying, a slow death. The game the game was exciting. I, I honestly thought Tereso had it in the bag, but whatever the fuck Ralph Kellerman told his team after the half, they they ate it up. They came out Martina Muller was huge for Wolfsburg. she got she got two of their goals. Why don't any of these players come over to the NWSL? Uh, I don't know. Like, why don't we have a German invasion like we had last year? Limited international spots, the Australians have taken all those, and, like, our seasons overlap too much, so teams would rather have players who are available for the majority of the season. They can't help it with the allocated players, but with, like, European internationals, they're like, it's not worth it. I'm not sure I really have much more to say about Champions League, and the proof is in the pudding. So, now as promised, Gab and I are going to watch along with the Spirit uh, Houston Dash game and try and do some live commentary.
1: Who are you going for in this one?
0: Uh, Spirit. Me I too! I think it's going back to uh, my emotional rankings. Breakers, then Portland, then probably Spirit. Yeah, Spirit's my number two. They're they they're a likable team. They
1: have my heart. Aww. There's weird, uh, lines on that pitch.
0: Yeah. Well, I really like, um, I think Robin Gale has been on pretty good form lately. And I think this Allie Krieger center-back experiment is working out just fine for the Spirit. Houston and Krieger, it's a pretty good combo. Houston Yeah! She got some early fantasy league points for everybody by scoring.
1: Oh man. Come on, DMath. DMath is just such a forward-thinking player that she's, like, two steps ahead of her teammates.
0: She she sees the field, reads plays, good positioning. I mean, I would hope after her playing with Sync for so long, she would be good at that. Even if she wasn't naturally good at it, which I'm not saying she isn't. I also like Jody Taylor for the Spirit. That was a good move. She was our Player of the Week last week. Yeah.
1: Oh. There come, here
0: comes Aaron. Oh. Yeah! Yeah. D-Math. Woo! D-math. How could you do that to your own teammate? <laughs> How did Aaron, like, Aaron comes charging off her line to clear that out, and then. What's. what's... Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess whoever she. The ball bounced out to an unfortunate person, or. Here we
1: her... go. Here we go.
0: Oh. Oh, what a great goal. Oh. What a great goal. She sees wow. Aaron off her line, <laughs> just nice and easy, drops it in. Fantastic. I
1: want I want D-Math to do some trash-talking on Twitter after the
0: game. <laughs> D-Math does trash-talk pretty well. Honestly, D-Math, D-Math dishes it out pretty well. That was out of bounds. She dishes it out pretty well, because she gets so much of it. <laughs> yeah. I think she's had to work out a strike system with her teammates where they're only allowed to make three short jokes before she ruins their lives. Yeah. The spirit need to hold on for about another minute <laughs> to... Their previous record for holding on is like seven minutes before conceding again, though. So they need to make for the like... First, just make eight. For the
1: first few games, it was like two minutes.
0: Make it to the 13th minute.
1: Come on, Spirit. How about we make it to the 90th minute?
0: Yeah. How about we give Harris a
1: shutout? What? I didn't realize there was a... Offsides called? I just saw Harris running with the ball outside of the box.
0: Yeah, Harris is about to pull an Alyssa Nair. Um, oh my god. On that D-Math goal, who do you blame more? Erin McLeod for... I can't blame Erin McLeod. Her defenders were caught off. Like, <clears> the, <throat> there was a player bearing down on her. I, I credit that to Jody Taylor. Yeah, she was... She had to come off our line to clear that out. Look at her, Krieger making a run. Defense wasn't handling it.
1: Oh no, Becky Edwards.
0: Crazy attacking center back. Maybe McLeod should have cleared that farther, but it's not like...
1: She didn't have time.
0: It Maybe it's not like her team helped her out. <clears throat> Oh, shit. They didn't make it to 13 minutes.
1: Wow.
0: Let's look at the replay. Let's see what the defense was doing. Let's see where Allie Krieger was. Mm-hmm. She, she's she's she been fairly responsible for a couple of goals. And me, like, 10 minutes ago, saying, I think Allie Krieger at center back is working out. Yeah, there was no one with the runner. I, that ball passed right behind Krieger. That's unfortunate.
1: Like That goal was just... I want another angle of it because it looked like Krieger just let that ball go and Harris didn't come out and get it.
0: Miscommunication? And that,
1: yeah, and that looks like a goal they gave up last week too.
0: hmm And we're back. Dude, it's the end of that game. I think Nairn scored with like less than two minutes, maybe a minute left to go. Yeah, I think they had like 90 seconds
1: to hunker down. But, you know, Spirit have been known for giving up goals in shorter amount of time than that.
0: <laughs> Look, the Spirits' first goal, they held on for, like, six minutes. And then the second I know. goal, they held on for, like, probably, like, what, 30, 40 minutes? And was just like, fuck all this shit and Galazzo. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna take care of business. Yeah.
1: That was a that was an entertaining match.
0: I um, liked it. It
1: was entertaining officiating as well. Oh, um... my
0: God. That's one thing we haven't really talked about in depth <laughs> on this show is the, uh, it's not even hilariously bad. It's just depressingly bad Refing in the NWSL. It's
1: it's weird because it's a professional... Like, it's somebody's job.
0: I know that most refs have day jobs because you can't support yourself on a ref's salary, in the mostly. But at the same time, it's still a job. Just because it's part-time doesn't mean you can be bad at it. Well, okay, so what happened in the Washington game? Adams was playing a ball out... And she
1: was shielding uh, Kalia Ojai. Yep. It looked like Adams had won, um, so it should have been a spirit throw-in. And the center ref, uh, center official, had initially called the spirit throw-in. And then, for some reason, the fourth official got a say. I
0: don't know. He thought that he uh, deserves to have a say, too, because technically he's a ref as well. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know enough about reffing. But it has not been stellar
0: this nope. year. Last night, I know the breakers feed against um, FC Casey cut out like around in the 83rd minute. But uh, in the last minutes of the game, the linesman missed a pretty awful offside call. Like the FC Casey player was there. There are yard markings on Harvard. I mean, I know right. everyone hates the football lines, but Lionsmen should be like, yes, this is great. This is a fantastic tool for us. She was. She was clearly about. 7 8 yards if not 10 yards off at the time the ball off the player's foot and it was just it was awful. It was I yelled at him pretty heavily for that. And the drummers weren't playing at that time, so Harvard was nice and quiet. I know he heard me. Oh, for
1: sure. For sure. It's it's one of those things where like that type of shit shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue at this level. But I mean, we deal with it in the MLS as well. I just feel like yeah. in the MLS it's a little bit more like their channels to go through and it's it's kind of it kind of comes back to the to the disco and the disciplinary committee and like all of these non-transparent things that go on in the nwsl and you know it's probably transparent to the teams hopefully um but like at what point do you because the- at what point does that referee that center official need to take a new another class
0: yeah, because it's not just isolated incidents. These reffing decisions are impacting games left and right. The entire season is being changed. Yeah. So it, when it affects like the outcome of the entire league, I mean, at what point does the league... I mean, how much power does the league have in this situation? Is there another reffing association they can go to? Is there a board that they can complain to? Well, I I wonder
1: if it's a league... Uh, a league issue or an individual team issue and it's something where a team needs to take take this up as as their charge kind of and to say look we we demand better we demand like the other the other thing that happened this week um on friday night uh jackson uh took a corner kick straight to the face like straight to the head i think she turned her head and maybe got like her temp her left temple Mm -hmm. um but jackson who plays for for Houston, uh, took a took a corner kick straight to the temple, like, was laid out, like, not moving, and it was up to players to kick that ball out. And yeah. it's like, uh, I'm fairly certain we actually have, like, policies and standards regarding concussions.
0: Yeah. Um. Some people might argue, like, the new FIFA rules are that players are supposed to just play on until the ref blows a whistle. But, like, if the ref isn't going to notice, this isn't just somebody, like... Oh, they got a bump or a scrape, or whatever. Yeah, somebody is down. You got a blow, dude. Yeah, like she she was tested
1: positive, I guess, for a concussion post game. Yeah. Um, and didn't travel with them to to D C. Yep. And it's just like at what point are their standards?
0: Do you think it's symptomatic because the referees that we currently have aren't necessarily raised in a soccer culture, so maybe the next generation of refs having watched a lot more soccer and played a lot more soccer from an earlier age will be more competent at, at roughing in such a way that it's actually beneficial to the flow of the game?
1: I mean, I question whether or not we'll ever be satisfied with refereeing. <laughs> um, e- even if you look at the international level and, uh-huh. and FIFA's designated referees, I mean, we, we have issues almost every single match. And I think it's just the human element of football, that we don't have instant replay. We don't have challenges. But at the same time, I think that, they're, that refereeing organizations have a responsibility to provide the most up-to-date training and provide like, the leagues that are paying and partnered with them yeah. to provide competent referees. Yeah, I think it's up to teams to come together and say, you know, we we expect
0: more. Uh, we, um, not no, not I, only expect, but like deserve more.
1: Right, right. But but I mean, if you remember back to the beginning of the MLS season, PRO was on strike.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, there, it's referees' union, and they were, and they went on strike because they said essentially we haven't received the training we were promised and we haven't received the benefits we were promised and like all this other stuff and you know it was a it was a decent amount of time that we were using replacement refs in mls games
0: if i have uh, an accountant or an accounting firm that is fucking up left and right and getting the numbers wrong they'd be fired although the difference being there's many accounting firms there's you know and pro is basically it oh <sighs> yeah I right. guess and it's... somebody has
1: to tell your boss that you're fucking up
0: yeah i guess it really is up to the teams in the league to complain and say look you guys are not providing us with a quality product it's it seems like an impossible situation to fix right now to me unless somebody well, absolutely. starts.
1: Absolutely. i mean it's it's and it's not unique like yeah. i think we're i think nwsl gets the the refs who don't go to the mls level like i think there are certain levels of referees uh-huh yeah and MLS has a certain level of male referees. I would be intrigued to find out, like, who, what other games do's, does the center ref who officiates tonight's match uh, officiate? Like, college, high school, other semi-pro leagues. It gets really dicey when you start, like, actually looking at names of refs. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a situation in Portland last year where there was a horrible call made by a Lions ref. Mm-hmm a linesman um, who people found out who he was and found his Twitter and found some stuff that he tweeted that they didn't agree with and yeah. I was just like don't you think that's crossing the line guys like like I, I want to ruin this guy's career
0: for me it depends on whether his Twitter is a personal Twitter or a professional ref Twitter yeah, it's, if it's, it's a, a personal, personal Twitter, Twitter. Like, I think found that's the crossing the line name. they like, found the
1: guy's name yeah. and they were essentially just like
0: Oh, he looks like him. I, I also wouldn't like actively take action against him if I found some, a ref's Twitter and you, like, was able to confirm it was him or her. Like Maybe I would send ads that were professional criticism, but no personal insults. When I yell at refs, it's never personal. It's always mm-hmm. only about the call and the job they're doing. It's never about who they are as a person, because I don't fucking mm-hmm. know. All I know is what they do on the field, so I limit my criticism to what they're doing on the field. And what they're doing on the field is a big old pile of poop water. I
1: don't heckle them professionally. I heckle them personally.
0: <laughs> no, usually often I...
1: Oftentimes it's heckling that has to do with uh, taking another
0: bong hit. Oh, boy. I usually tell them uh, why the call was wrong. And then tell them you're bad and you should feel bad. Like at your job. Or you're doing mm-hmm. a bad job. You're not good at your job. You're a bad referee. The only time I got personal, I think the ref had really blown it for the breakers. And I yelled across the field at him, you're weak and your bloodline is weak. I was just so mad and frustrated. Yeah, Referees thus... get the brunt of that stuff. Yeah. Thus endeth another NWSL game. Uh, Gab, who's your NWSL player of the week?
1: Oh, man. I was thinking about this during the spirit game, and mm-hmm. it was going to be D-Math if she scored uh, that PK um, that she somehow fucked up um which is weird because aaron's not at all intimidating maybe Uh, it was her
0: gift to aaron it was like yeah it was like her her
1: birthday present to aaron or something (laughs) so it was gonna be d math uh i think i think i'm actually gonna go with a defender this time and i'm gonna go with kat williamson
0: oh really for the flash um
1: yeah, she had a spectacular game against Portland, in my humble opinion. Uh huh. Um, and she played; she was beasting it yesterday okay. uh, against Seattle.
0: I think my vote. Do you know who I'm gonna vote for my player of the week? I'm gonna give you two options. Since we're talking defender goals, first one's gonna hurt Kelly O'Hara. Hmm. Hmm. And my second one is going to be Christine Nairn. It could be because I just watched the Spirit game, but I feel like that last-minute so weighs pretty heavily in favor of her, of considering her.
1: I would go Kelly O'Hara. She scored a goal against uh, Ashlyn Harris for Sky Blue, and then she scored against Nadine Onger.
0: I think our, I would go KO. Yeah, I think our player of the week is Kelly O'Hara
1: kelly fucking o'hara
0: yeah i know dude it stings oh boy hey, we're trying to be legit
1: we're yeah. trying to be like serious about this podcast yeah and we can't the two just vote for like a thorn or a breakers
0: player every week it's got to be legit and i think that's a legit call kelly o'hara well that's our two drunk fans player of the week for this week
1: and we're doing it before the press put theirs out as yes. well
0: we are once again doing it before the press. Although this podcast will probably come out after the press release their player of the week.
1: Yeah, but we're getting our vote in a good half an hour after the Spirit Game ended.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's about six fifteen East East Coast time on the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you heard it here first, Kelly O'Hara. Ke- Kelly O'Hara. Kelly fucking O'Hara. And on that note, I think we're both going to sign off. Uh, until next time, I'm Gab in Portland, and I can't keep anything (laughs) down.
1: I'm Thrace in Boston, and I just graduated law school.
0: Uh, let's not be too quick to celebrate, dude. (laughs) Um,
1: oh, uh, if you like our in-the-game commentary, let us know. Yes. Leave a comment on the, um, podcast, because we'd, we'd consider maybe trying to do more of that. Um, if it's If you're entertained.
0: Are you not entertained? If you are not, then please let us know. If you are, please let us know.
1: We're soliciting your feedback all the time.
0: Always listening, always learning.